You are listening to A Taste of Romamu, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Romamu, please visit romamu.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. There was a point in my life where I collected um, a strange kind of card. As a young child, I collected baseball cards. Loved my baseball cards. In fact, I used to try to pretend that I knew all of the stats just so people would be impressed. Oh, you know, Keith Hernandez. Sure, he was batting 317. <laughs> Robert's done that, so he knows. When I was um, an ultra-Orthodox rabbinical student in Flatbush around the time of 1987, 88, 89, 90, 91, 92, <clears throat> around that time, just to give you a frame, they came out with um, Rebbe cards. <laughs> Rebbe cards were like the, the late and great rabbis of the generation could be found and you could trade them in. I'll have a Bubaver, you take a Belzer. <laughs> Essentially, you would trade in tzaddikim, righteous ones, bodhisattvas. I don't know what their stats on the back would be, but something like this many mitzvot, this many masim tovim, this is how many times they help someone. I always think about that on this week, Shabbat of Noach, because Noach is an ambivalent character for the rabbis. Noah, the great savior of humanity, whose ark held within it all of the potentials that would one day repopulate, recreate the world. Noah is described as a tzaddik, as a righteous one. The first such moniker given to anyone in the Torah, a tzaddik. Tzaddik means righteous. From the word tzaddik meaning to be in alignment, to be just. Noah is a tzaddik. But then the Torah goes out of its way to describe Noah as tamim hayab bidorotav. He was whole, tamim. And then this phrase, bidorotav, in his generation. Which leads the rabbis in the Midrash, in Tanchuma, and also the rabbis quoted by Rashi, to say, yesh dorshin leshevach, yesh dorshin legnai. There are some who say that that generational qualification, some said that that was a, a way of lifting him up. If he had lived in a generation of other great righteous people, then he would have been lifted up by them. And some say, no, Noah wasn't that great. You see, he was great in his generation. But if he had lived in Abraham's generation, it wouldn't have been so great. Babe Ruth, <laughs> Roger Maris. But what's, what's going on here? What's going on with the Torah telling us that he was a tzaddik? Regardless of whether he was a great tzaddik or a little tzaddik, but he was a tzaddik, he was a righteous individual. What does it mean to be a tzaddik? What does it mean to be able to wear that mantle? Ich bin a tzaddik. I'm a tzaddik. 
Throughout Jewish history, there have been debates whether tzaddikim are born or are they created. Is it nature-nurture? Are some people from birth just naturally gifted in that line of development called tzidkut? A young girl or a young boy who naturally gives their lunch away or who sees suffering and feels it are bodhisattvas reincarnations or do we need a milieu to create to bring it forth I don't have an answer to that but this week on a week when we lift up the story of an ark that held two by twos pairs our community lost two tzaddikim this community and the broader Jewish community and the broader world lost two righteous individuals, tragically, taken before their time. Ken Rich, whose presence was luminous, a doctor, who spent time in Africa, who spent time working with underprivileged children throughout the world, Ken Rich, a vegan whose only fight with his roommate over nine years was over his roommate's killing of a mosquito. Ken Rich, who when I would stand in front of him, I would, I'd feel embarrassed, like I was naked in my, exposed in how Proust I am, Proust Yiddish. I'm so thick compared to his luminous energies, Ken Rich. Someone who would walk down the street and at the funeral this week we were told by his brother and other people that he would crumple up dollar bills in his back pocket so that when he was walking by a homeless person he would let them fall out so that he wouldn't embarrass somebody who was asking for a handout, Ken Rich. And then just two days ago in Hawaii, Jamie Zimmerman, Aleha Shalom, a 31-year-old woman who accidentally slipped into a river and was taken. Her presence, if you want to read about also a tzedekes, a righteous person, the kind of life that she led for those 31 years. Doctor, doctor, both of them doctors. Jamie had been a medical student, decided not to go into residency, but she wanted to find a way between meditation and spirituality and medicine. Two by two, they entered into another domain, another place, another plane. And I'm left afterwards with the question, what does it mean to lead a righteous life? Because if we can't answer that question, then we're not doing anything here tonight. If we can't answer that question, then this whole thing, if the only point of Judaism is to let, have you go to a Passover Seder and feel like there's a matzah that you connected to, that's wonderful, great. If the only point of Judaism and all the other religious traditions is to give you a little bit of chizuk, strengthen your life a little bit, good. Opiate does the same thing. But we need to raise the bar. We need to create tzaddikim. We need to ask what it would be like to live a life that answers to the question, am I a tzaddik? Am I acting like a tzaddik? So what would be questions that a righteous person might ask? What would Noah want us to ask? 
Three questions. In any given moment in the day, am I being kind? One. Two. In any given moment in the day, is my presence signaling safety to the other? And three. Am I acting for something greater than me, or am I at the center of my action? Three questions. I don't expect you to listen and hear all of them. I'm still working with them. Am I kind? Am I kind? Am I safe? And is there something more than me that I am acting on behalf of? And it can be subtle moments. Sadiqim. We're told by the tradition, kulam tzadikim. We are all righteous. We all have that quality in us, in my opinion. But we get lost. I get lost. I get lost in the waves of life. And when I get lost in the waves of life, I get scared. And when I get scared, I contract. And when I contract, I pull away. And when I pull away, I'm in my ego. And in when I'm in my ego, I'm definitely not a tzaddik. But when I stand firm and I hear the call to create an ark through acts of kindness, through acts of safety, and through acts that go beyond myself, I reappear. And Noah is present, and Ken Rich is present, and Jamie Zimmerman is present, and we are called to be righteous ones. Be a righteous one. Don't settle for being in fit condition. That's wonderful. Thank God for Soul Cycle. Thank you. Thank you, Soul Cycle. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all of the ways that we are being inundated at all moments to become something. But be a righteous one. Be a righteous one. The last thing I'm going to say tonight about this, and it's been sitting so heavy on my heart, and since I love this community and I speak from my heart, as often as I can, I think almost always. I spent the week trying my best to be righteous, combating somebody in the larger world who is not safe. I did my best this week. I spent hours this week trying to warn people about a certain person who used to be a rabbi in the Jewish world but is no longer, but is a very dangerous person. And I realized something so profound about the whole spiritual world. Because while I was trying to fight this guy who was trying to become a famous author and who was a very dangerous human being, I was simultaneously at funerals for a very quiet, soft-spoken, righteous tzaddikim. And I remembered this week something that one of my rebbe said when I was at Chaim Berlin. He said... The difference between the righteous ones and celebrities are this, he said, and it's not always true, but who knows? He said, celebrities, people love them on the outside, but the closer you get to them and realize who they are on the inside, you start to have less and less respect for them. I don't know if that's always true. It was one of my rebbies in Flatbush. <laughs> but then he said something very true. 
He said the true tzaddikim, the true righteous ones, the more you get to know them, the closer you are to them, the more you realize that you really didn't know them. And you love them even more for their quiet acts. So I want to challenge us here tonight to be righteous ones, to ask those three questions. Am I kind? Am I safe? Am I acting beyond myself? And then do something really crazy. Don't post it on Facebook. (laughs) Be righteous because it's the right thing to do. And have as your metric how quiet you can be about what you do. Not everybody has to know. Not everybody has to see. I'm thinking about Ken tonight so much. And I want to say to him, you were a righteous one, Ken. We didn't all see it. But now we do, right? I want to bless each and every one of you with being a tzaddik. Hold yourselves up to that standard lovingly, compassionately, diligently, perseverantly. We can be more than just, right, day-to-days. We can be much, much more than that. And do it quietly. Do it with sni'ut. Do it in a way that is consistent with the still small voice that God calls out to us at every moment with and says, Walk with me. Walk ahead of me. Walk and be righteous.